Hey guys, it's Kim from Not Your Normal Horror Podcast. I'm here to tell you about the Anchor app, which is what I use to produce my podcast. It could not be any simpler. Coming from somebody who never had anything to do with podcasts before, this app does everything for you. Um, the most important part, it's free. doesn't cost a dime and you can make content to your heart's desire. Any amount of podcast you want to make, there's no limit. You do it and that's done. Uh, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. I use my phone because I'm brand new to this and don't have podcasting equipment yet, but eventually I will. And I will probably still use my phone because the Anchor app is just that easy. Uh, they will also distribute your podcast for you. It can be heard on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts. Basically, anywhere podcasts are available, Anchor will distribute it for you. Nothing for you to do except for sit back and, and watch it grow. Watch your listeners grow. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, which is pretty cool. Um, I just started this as a hobby and now I can make money from it. It's basically just everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Um, you don't have to go here, there, all over the place to get your podcast out. You record it, you edit it, you submit it, and it's out into the world for everyone to hear. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started and start your own podcast. It couldn't be simpler. Again, that's the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hello, people. Peekaboo. Hello. Hi, baby. <laughs> Welcome back to... I wasn't saying hello to you. Oh, I was never mind. hello to the people. Oh, hello, people. <laughs> uh, Welcome back to National Normal Horror. I am your host, Kim, and my co-host tonight is... The lovely Jason. My lovely co-host, Jason. <laughs> What's up, babe? Hi, babe. Oh, now you're saying hi to me. Now I'm you're, You already said hi to the people. Yeah. I got to... Say hi to the people first. That's what? how it goes. Um, so tonight we're going to do, I think, a kind of fun episode. I like it. I like it. Uh, we're going to talk about our top ten favorite urban legends. Ooh. Ooh. I was going to do camp, like, summer camp stories, but... For one, I couldn't find enough. Like, I was going to do the true, like, true crimes that happened at summer camps. For one, I couldn't find enough, which is a good thing. I mean, yeah, it's not, you don't want. Yeah, it's not <laughs> a bad thing. But, um. I mean, if you found one, that's too many. Yes, exactly. Um, but I just figured that wouldn't be fun. This is fun. And, you know, it's Friday. Let's have some fun. Have fun on a Friday. So why don't you go ahead and kick this off? This is how we have fun on a Friday. Yes, we talk with about our old asses. Yes, because we're both already tired. It's eight twelve right now, so like I'm ready for bed. But it's know. like twelve minutes past my bedtime. <laughs> so here we are, and Jay's gonna start us off with. I'm his, gonna start. You're gonna start Whoa. us off with your number ten urban legend. So. I don't know if these are really in order, like, my worst to favorite. Okay. Is that 
how no, we were supposed to do it? It's fine. Oh. I did a countdown from 10 to 1, but... Oh. You didn't, it's fine. You'll just... his. Okay, so his will be random, and mine will be yeah. least to favorite. Yeah, hers will be least to favorite. I it's just fine. dig Urban Legends, so... Yeah. All right. So I'm going to kick the list off with Dead Children's Playground. Okay, this isn't fun. <laughs> <laughs> Bazinga. <laughs> Inside Maple Hill Cemetery, one of Alabama's oldest and largest burial sites, there lies a playground that is popular for both the living and the dead. Now, what creeps me out here is, why is there a freaking playground in a burial site? The um, only thing I can think of is for like when families come and kids, they bring their kids to, you know... Visit. It's something to keep them occupied and not asking too many questions about death, maybe. I don't know. That's the only thing I can think of. That's weird. According to the locals in Huntsville, the swings are often seen swaying by themselves and apparitions of little children have been spotted on the playground late at night. Hmm. That is... uh, That's creepy. That's kind of creepy. I mean... Just the whole playground in the cemetery is creepy. Yeah, it's I mean, creepy c- as hell. Cemeteries are creepy in a, you know nighttime in and of themselves. So all aspects of that's pretty creepy. I I would say. Okay, well, my number ten, and the reason I say this was a fun one to do is because I thought I knew all of the urban legends, and turns out there's so many more out there that I didn't even know about. So I got to learn a few of them, and number my number ten is one of them. Um, it was the ankle slicing car thief. What? Exactly. Oh, I mean, it's very easy to steal your car. Like, he slices your ankle. You can't drive. He's got your car. He, basically, what happens is the driver keeps hearing noises under their car. So when they get out to investigate, there's a car thief underneath the car that slices their ankles. And while the person is, while the driver is, like, rolling around the ground in pain... The car thief just gets in the car and steals it. That's crazy. I mean, I never heard that one before, but I was like, that's pretty uh, pretty out there. So That's pretty wild. Yep. Interesting. I thought it was pretty, it was pretty neato. Oh, boy, I said neato. <laughs> neato. Neato. <laughs> yes, we're old, like yeah. you said, in case you missed that in the opener. Sure are. <clears throat> All right. My number nine. Trying to shuffle these in order real quick. So I can have a legit countdown here. Yeah. My number nine is the Phantom Hitchhiker on Highway 12. Highway 12 near Baraboo, Wisconsin is supposedly haunted by a phantom hitchhiker. The figure appears to be dressed in attire from the 1960s. And people claim that after they pass him by, he reappears a mile down the road. Those who are brave enough to give him a ride say that after a bit of driving, the hitchhiker disappears into thin air. Okay, so I have my number six is actually the vanishing hitchhiker, which it didn't it doesn't specify like where it takes place. But it's just people traveling by vehicle meet with or accompanied by a hitchhiker who subsequently vanishes without explanation, often from a moving vehicle. That's the fan of hitchhiker on Highway 12. Or anywhere, really. It doesn't have to just be there. It's, I don't know. It could be anywhere. True. Well, it seems like it seems like the Phantom Hitchhiker on Highway 12. Yeah, sounds like it. I mean, how many uh, Phantom Hitchhikers are there? Or vanishing hitchhikers? 
Not, That's pretty creepy, though. I mean, I agree. I would never get to witness that because, for one, I would never pick up a hitchhiker. Exactly. No, <laughs> Wait, I don't care in... who you are. You could be a ninety-year-old lady on crutches, and I'm probably going to think it's a setup. Yeah, my probably going to think it's a setup. I mean, I probably would pick up a ninety-year-old lady on crutches. That worries me. But I mean, hey, no, we all got to go sometime. Yeah. Okay, so my number nine. Um, is In the Air Tonight, which is a song by Phil Collins. I was just getting ready to start singing it. I was actually nope. singing it in don't my head. Don't sing it. I'm not. And it's I, don't, appar- I don't want the people to okay. know how bad I sing. It's allegedly about a drowning incident where someone was close enough to sound save a drowning victim, but did nothing, while Collins, who was too far away to help, looked on. So, like, somebody was drowning, somebody could have saved them, didn't, and Phil Collins witnessed the whole thing. Which, if he was, if he could see it happening, it don't matter how far away you yeah, are, why yeah. are you just going to stand there and still watch? You know what I'm saying? Like, move your ass and go over there and try to help. Well, maybe like shock or something. Uh, that's all I could think of. Oh, but of he sings me. about it, so that's, you know, that's fine. Well, it's a way to deal with his... Uh... Uh, I guess. Uh, but apparently the, the legend evolved to a point where people claim he actually singled out the guilty party while singing this song at a concert. But, you know, no uh, no proof of that. Huh. So, I thought that one was pretty interesting. That is very interesting. Yep. Okay, so are we at your number eight or just a random? <laughs> I mean, we'll be at my number eight. Like I said, I'm kind of shuffling these around in okay. order. Gotcha. Like, as you're going through yours, I'm kind of okay. skimming back over. And okay. My number eight is the devil's chair. Ooh. Yes. Spooky chair. Roughly 40 miles north of Orlando rests the small town of Casadega, a hotbed for mediums and spiritualist camps. Mm-hmm. And it's in one of the local cemeteries that you'll find what is known as the Devil's Chair. Anyone who sits in the brick chair at the stroke of midnight is rumored to receive direct orders from the devil in the form of whispers. But he doesn't just show up for free. Devil's trying to get paid, yo. Seriously. <laughs> Legend has it that if you leave a can of unopened beer on the chair overnight, it will be completely empty by the next morning because not even the devil himself can turn down a nice cold <laughs> offering. Right. So, devil, mean, devil's well, an alcoholic. <laughs> all it's going to cost is a beer? Hell. I mean, that's pretty cool. I mean. We are going to Florida this summer. And it's 40 minutes north of Orlando. Ooh. I think we take a road trip. We might just... Hey, maybe we can do a podcast from the devil's chair. But not that midnight. Be, I mean, midnight's cool. We just can't bring beer. <laughs> well, midnight's... I'm tired. <laughs> yeah, but the devil's chair? Uh, we'll see. All right. Maybe we'll have a on on-site um, podcast... You know what I mean? You yeah. know what I'm trying to say? On location. On location. That's what I was trying to say. On location, On location. at the Devil's Chair. Wow. Okay. Maybe it's a tentative plan. We'll write it. We'll pencil it in. We'll pencil it in. We'll it see can what be erased. So anyways, um, my number eight is Humans Can Lick Two. Of course yeah, we can. This one's creepy. I actually knew this one. Uh, from the movie Urban Legends. So a child, sorry, a child reaches on, reaches their hand down the side of their bed like, like leans over to where their hand is underneath of their bed. 
so that their dog who lays and sleeps under the bed can like lick their hand and you know it's comforting yeah. to whoever's doing it whoever is the 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 victim in this well not victim but whatever um so they wake up the next morning with their dog dead in a note written like on either the wall or the mirror in the dog's blood that says humans can lick too so like there's a psychopath just laying under your bed licking your hand pretending to be a dog killing your dog that kills that has killed your dog and is wow. just chilling under your bed Ooh. and you're worried about somebody coming in and touching your feet <laughs> No, I don't want to, no. My whole thing with the door being open while I'm trying to sleep is I don't want to wake up in the middle of the night and see somebody in the doorway. That gives me the heebie-jeebs. The heebie-jeebs. The heebie-jeebs. <laughs> so. <clears throat> I'm going to keep my hands in the bed for now on, just saying. Same. What am I on? My number seven? Number seven. My number seven is the Bellwitch Cave. The legend of the Bell Witch is one of Tennessee's most infamous horror stories. In the early 19th century, John Bell and his family were tormented by a malicious spirit. It started out small, hearing chains and knocking all around the house, but eventually the horror escalated. The mounting paranormal activity got so bad that it eventually took the life of Bell himself. To this day, the Bell Witch legend is tied to many bizarre and unexplained occurrences in the region. Oh. And where was that? Tennessee. Tennessee. We'll have to go and check that out on our... Uh, yep. I'm down. Trip to Tennessee that we plan on taking. We don't know when, but... <laughs> At some future date, we'll, some, we'll go. We'll pencil that in, too. Yes. <laughs> It'll be after the devil's chair. Yes. If we make it from after the devil's chair. From the devil's chair. <laughs> Um, so my number seven is a pretty short one, but it's one that makes me giggle. Paul is dead. Paul is dead. Paul's dead. Oh no! Which should not make me laugh. Yeah, like why would you laugh? The story behind it makes me laugh. It just claims that Paul McCartney from the Beatles died in 1966 and was replaced with a body double. Really? Really? Like no joke. So I call bullshit. I mean, same. That's why it makes me laugh because that's just so crazy and out there. Our cat is running around <laughs> this room like a fucking <laughs> lunatic. Get, get. Bye, Negan. Sorry. Okay, that was it. Like I said, it was my number seven was short. So Paul's dead. Paul's dead. Body double. That's it. Alrighty. So my number six. Uh-huh. Well, this one's called Charlie No Face. Ooh. Have you ever heard of him? No. No. Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania's most infamous legend, Charlie No-Face, is also known as the Green Man. The name here says it all. Stories say that a man with a terribly deformed face emitting a green glow can be seen creeping along the roads at night. Rumor has it that it could actually be the spirit of a man by the name of Raymond Robinson, who was deformed after an accident and would often walk the roads at night for exercise. Oh. Can you just imagine riding down the road and like a glowing ass green dude with no face is just walking down I the road? I could not imagine that. I, I can, mean, and I don't think I would be very happy about it. Like I would have to go completely opposite direction and get the fuck out yeah of i would have to check myself in like, that's a just psych one ward. more reason why i don't want to go to pennsylvania it's just one, <laughs> one more thing about it that 
keeps me out of that state. It's just um, something about Pennsylvania that you don't dig. It's Charlie No Face. It is Charlie No Face. <laughs> Green, glowing, good old Charlie No Face. Oh, Lord. Okay, so that was your number six? That was my number six. Well, my number six we already talked about because it was one of yours, was The Vanishing Hitchhiker. So Is that my number six or my number seven? No, that was one of your first ones. doesn't really matter. We can't do one. I don't have a number no. six to give because we already talked about it. So you want to skip on to your number five or you want me to do my number five? You can go and do your number five. Okay, well, my number five is a very popular one. And it's Slenderman. 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 Um, this guy, this dude, this thing, he uh, he's depicted as resembling a thin, unnaturally tall man with a blank and usually featureless face and wearing a black suit. He's commonly said to stalk, abduct, or traumatize people, particularly particularly children. Yep. He um they have the Slender Man movie. That sucked. Yep. Really bad. Kids bad always, movie. for the last couple of years, it wouldn't be Slender Man yeah. for Halloween. But also, he was the uh, motivation for an attempted murder. Three teenage girls, two teenage, maybe not even teenagers, I don't remember. But they tried to kill their friend, like stabbed her lots and lots and lots of times because Slender Man told them to. I think I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, this dude, and I, I believe I read somewhere that he was created on some some forum, something awful, I think, by a dude, I don't remember his name, in like 2009. He was just a character created, yeah. and like this is what he blew up into. That's crazy. That's fucking nuts. It's so. like a multi-million dollar industry with Slenderman over here. Yeah. That's and crazy. people trying to kill people about yep. for him because he said so. Unreal. Okay. Oh, something like that. I think them girls just wanted to kill somebody and that was their excuse. That's even scarier, though. Yeah. That's nuts. I don't know. My number five is the Denver Airport Portal to Hell. Oh, no. I like it. The Portal to Hell is believed to be at, drumroll please, the Denver Airport. (laughs) (laughs) Conspiracy theorists and select locals share the belief that the Denver International Airport might provide a direct connection to the underworld. Several bizarre accidents have occurred on the property, fueling the legend. Not to mention mysterious architectural details, such as gargoyle statues and murals depicting fire. <laughs> murals? The f- murals, I'm sorry. <laughs> Lots of bitches named Muriel just yeah, like right? <laughs> wandering about. <laughs> gargoyle statues and murals depicting oh, fires add to the theory. But it's the statue of a demonic red-eyed horse that features one of the most disturbing stories of all. I've heard about that horse. Have you? Yeah, but I didn't hear it was demonic. Mm-hmm. It is a demonic red-eyed horse. While crafting the statue, a piece fell on its maker, Ouch. severing an artery and ultimately killing him. Well, no shit. Yep. The statue was completed by the artist's estate, and it currently greets travelers as they land on the airstrip. Yeah, I remember seeing something about that horse, but I don't remember what the article was about, but I know it wasn't about it being demonic. Well, it killed its own. Who'd have thunk it? The portal to hell is in Denver's airport. Mm -hmm. Next time we, if, well, if we fly, I got anxiety, I don't do flying very well. 
Did we ever fly and it says layover in Denver? Nah. <laughs> nah, bro. <laughs> gonna, gonna have to skip that I'm surprised one. our 666 flight wasn't a yeah, right? layover in Denver. Jesus. Jesus. <sighs> okay, so my number four is also another short one. But it's one I remember when I was a kid hearing this story. And it freaked, not freaked me out, but yeah. So blue star tattoos. They were um, like lick and stick tattoos, like the fake tattoos. Okay, yeah. And they were supposedly laced with LSD. What? Yep. Let so me get a tattoo. I remember like you would get those tattoos and um, that uh, bazooka is the bazooka yes. like the really thin, like hard yes. to chew piece? Okay, so yep. you would get a you would get tattoos in there, and if it was blue, well, wait, no, because bazooka was comics. That was bazooka Joe. No, there was bazooka gum. That's like really thin and like this long. Yes, that's bazooka gum. Yes, but it was yes, but there was always a comic wrapped around it. Maybe in Philadelphia, but here in Maryland, we had tattoos in them. Okay. And if it was a blue star tattoo, I wasn't putting it on my body. <laughs> I refused because I heard that legend and it scared me. And I was like, I'm not trying to trip. I'm only seven. So let's have a good time. And not. Well, I hope you're not. <laughs> not trying to trip. Trip on acid. I'm not trying to trip seven. at 37 either. But wow. still. So, yeah, that was my number four. All righty. My number four. Yeah. Is the goat man. Goat man. Right here in Maryland. Good old Maryland. Good old Maryland. Deep in the woods near Bowie, Maryland, which is only about 45 minutes away, right? Maybe an that hour? Far? No? No. But, uh, maybe 35 minutes? I don't know where you're thinking of. Keep going. Anyway, deep in the <laughs> woods near Bowie, Maryland, there's believed to be a creature, <laughs> half human, half goat, by the name of, you guessed it, Goat Man. It is said that the cryptid is part of a failed science experiment that was conducted at the nearby Beltsville Agricultural Research Center. The legendary slayer is rumored to lurk the woods and back roads of Maryland with an axe in hand, ready to torment any teen or dog that crosses its path. Yep. We need to, um... I'm familiar with Goatman's story. We need to go look for the Goatman. I don't really want to. What if he has a little baby goat <gasps> Oh, then maybe he might let us have one. See? Okay, yeah, we gotta go find Goatman. Because then I could get a baby goat a kid. Baby goat man. A baby goat man. Aren't baby goats called kids anyway? Yeah, no. Yeah. Are they? Yeah. Okay, then yeah. I think. Fact check. Well, that's. Look, as our, I want to know. Our fact checker is going to be here tomorrow. Live and in person. Well, not live here, but she will be here. Hey, maybe I can come up with a podcast to do while she's here. That would be cool. Stay tuned. We may have two podcasts come out this week. Who knows? We'll see. Um, Number three, correct? Yes. Correct the mundo. I'm going to go with it anyway. My number three is the babysitter and the man upstairs. Uh, Babysitter gets strange phone calls. All night long, asking if she's checked on the children or asking to check on the children, one or the other. Um, at first, she thinks it's just a prank, like, you know, somebody's messing with her or whatever. But then eventually she, it, it keeps happening and she gets freaked out enough to where she calls the police. So the police are like, yeah, we'll do a trace. We'll figure it out. We'll let you know. Call her back and let her know that the calls are coming from inside the house. A serial killer had broken into the house. And killed the children upstairs. What? Mm-hmm. Wow. 
I really hope that's just an urban legend. And that is actually the there's a a couple. I mean, you know, a lot of like the slasher movies are babysitter, whatever, like killing the babysitter type of deals. Like that's what Halloween started out yeah. as was the babysitter killers. But um, there's when a stranger calls and when a stranger calls back, which is basically about this urban legend. I don't remember when a stranger calls, but I remember watching when a stranger calls back when I was a kid. I watched it with my parents and I remember being so freaked out because there was this one scene of the movie where the caller is in the room with the babysitter and you don't know it because he has he has painted himself or whatever to match the walls. And then all of a sudden he just like steps out and I remember it freaking me the fuck out. Wow. Yeah. Unreal. I'm going to have to watch that movie. Okay. When a stranger calls back. I'm not watching it with the kids, though. That'll freak them out. I don't know. Maybe. We'll see. (laughs) Your number three. My number three is... Wait. Yes, it's your number three. Are you sure? Yes, because remember we switched off? You're right. It is my number three. Resurrection Mary. Hey. What? Nothing. Do you have that? Is that one of yours? Go ahead. Stories about Mary are aplenty, and she is a well-known spirit that haunts much of the Archer region. According to Chicago Reader, just southwest of Chicago on Archer Avenue in Justice, Illinois, across from across the street from Resurrection Cemetery is a bar called Chet's Melody Lounge. Chet's is a classic roadside tavern with a pool table, a jukebox, a popcorn machine, and a large clientele of bikers. But Chet's has an unusual tradition. Every Sunday, the staff leaves a Bloody Mary at the end of the bar for a ghost. Does she show up and take it? I do not know. But everybody says that they uh they leave the Bloody Mary for her and... Huh. Okay, well, I said hey because I thought that was my number one, but it wasn't. So, I'm just going to keep on trucking and go to my number two, which Mm. is the killer in the back seat. According to legend. I've heard of this, I think. How have we not said that at all? According to legend. Unreal. um, A driver is being followed by a strange vehicle who keeps flashing their headlights and tailgating the driver and also sometimes rams into the car. Sorry, I'm choking on spit. When the driver finally makes it home, they realize that the car behind them was trying to warn them about someone being in their backseat. Every time the person that was in the backseat sat up to attack the driver, the car behind them would flash their lights, honk their horn, tailgate, ram into them, whatever, anything to get the the person in the backseat to, like, duck back down. And in the legends, it's either, you know, a rapist, a serial killer, escaped mental patient, something like that. And it never ends out, ends Mm -hmm. up, you know, turns out well for the, for the driver. So, yeah, that's one of the most popular ones. And obviously, this is my number two. It's one of my favorites. Mm -hmm. And it's also a reason why I won't, I will check my backseat in the dark. Well, anytime I'll check my backseat to make sure there's nobody back there before I get in it. Because facts, I don't need to be killed. I don't need you to be killed. I appreciate that. I would like you very much alive, please. I appreciate that. My number two, Mm -hmm. Roswell UFO crash site. Oh, boy. 
Oh boy, this has always intrigued me. I'll, I mean, so everybody knows Roswell, New Mexico is considered by many to be the mecca of all things UFO related. Mm-hmm. In July 1947, something crashed in a rural region of Roswell. Shortly thereafter, the public information officer, Lieutenant Walter Hall, immediately issued a press release stating that it was indeed a flying saucer that had crashed. The information was immediately redacted, and the story quickly changed to it being a weather balloon. Over the years, new information has been unearthed regarding what is known as the Roswell incident, and it is a wide, it is widely believed to be a well-documented UFO cover-up. I remember uh, being young, when I was younger, there was supposed to be, supposedly, like an alien autopsy show that came on. It was supposed to be from Roswell, and it was supposed to be a legit alien autopsy. I remember watching that. I wonder I think, if that's on YouTube somewhere. I'm pretty sure I remember that. I'm going to have to look that up. Because, like, UFOs and, like, that stuff has always intrigued me. Like, you know it's, you know it's out there. I mean. Well, no, we don't know it's out there. It's, I mean, when you have Air Force pilots and, you know, freaking people like that that are flying planes and they're like, oh, there's this unidentified flying object out there. We have no idea what it is. And. <laughs> Like, you're getting confirmation on weird shit from, you know, the U.S. Army or Air Force or whatever. Like, didn't the government just recently, as in, like, last few months, admit that aliens are real or something something along those lines? There was something newsworthy about aliens or UFOs or something. Yes. I don't remember what it was. But it's like, it's not humans freaking, I'm telling you, it's not humans driving these aircrafts, but I'm like, I would love to see an alien, like a legit alien, because do they look like aliens the way we think they look, with the big beady eyes and, and the, the big ass heads? You know what I mean? Or do they just look like another species of person? You know, it's... Maybe just slightly different from humans. Yeah. Earth humans. Maybe they're Mars humans. Martians! From Mars? Yeah. Well, yeah. But there you have it. That was my number two. Yeah, I think it's pretty stupid of us humans to just assume we're the only living things in the entire universe, galaxy, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, I mean, there's how many galaxies? Thousands and thousands of galaxies. There has, if there's Earth on this one little tiny planet or life on this little planet, there has to be life somewhere else. No, could there be. There has to be. Alrighty, so my number one is Bloody Mary. Oh boy. Um I'm sure everybody listening already knows she appears in the mirror if you say her name. Now this sometimes changes. Sometimes it's three say her name three times. Sometimes you have to say her name five times. Sometimes you have to say her name ten times. But it's always in the dark. Usually the bathroom, because most bathrooms don't have windows, so it's like completely pitch black, Mm -hmm. dark in there. And then you stare in the mirror, and you say her name however many times your your specific legend tells you. And then she'll appear in the mirror. And sometimes she'll attack you, and sometimes she won't. You just never know what you're getting with Bloody Mary. Never going to find out because... I won't do it. I won't do it either. I've tried it, and I've only got the two. 
And I was like, man, I'll do it. Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary. And then I'm like, wait, what if that shit's fucking real? Yep, you can just, I, nope. <laughs> what if it's real? I don't want to die. I would love to hear stories about people who have actually done it and lived to tell the tale. And then maybe I'll get a little braver. And, if you've and, done it, call in. Yep. Let us know. Well, don't call because. Let us know if you died or not. Yeah. So, there we go. That was mine. And your number one is. My number one urban legend. And this is my absolute favorite because there's video. There's video of this. I'm intrigued. It is the ghost car. Okay. The case of the phantom car dates back to 2002 when police were chasing down a vehicle in Garden City, Georgia. The hot pursuit came to a screeching halt <gasps> when the yeah. car seemingly vanished through a chain link fence. I remember that. The incident was called on a police on police dash cam, mm-hmm. and you can look it up and you can see the yep. video yourself. Yep. And it is fucking weird, man. I'm pretty sure MythBusters have tackled that one. I'm gonna have to check. I'm pretty sure MythBusters tried to to recreate that or somebody did and they came to the conclusion that like the bottom of the fence wasn't so you know how like with chain link fences there's usually like a bunch of like at least three posts Mm -hmm. two or three posts and it's connected to all of them well i guess with this one it wasn't connected at the bottom so the car could just go through it but like it came back fast enough where the dash cam it doesn't look like it moved at all so it could very well have been I don't know, man. It's Debunked, like but I don't you watch remember. the video. And it's you're just, creepy. You watch the video and you're just like, like what? I yep. mean, you know, the guy just drives and the cop stops, and there's a fence in front of the cop car, and the guy's just driving down the freaking road. Yep. Craziness. And I'm just like, what in the shit? Mm-hmm. Yes, that will that will always bother me. It will always boggle my mind. Yeah. Always. So that was fun. That was fun. Well, we thank you for listening. We should have did more. We should have. Well, maybe we'll do a part two. Yeah, maybe. One day. Sure. Anyways. Um, again, we thank you for listening. Um, we'd like to hear your favorite urban legends or if we missed some that you guys really like, really enjoy hearing or telling. Are there any you believe? Are there any of you tried? Like the Bloody Mary. I'm really curious about people who have tried Bloody Mary. And Have you ever tried to drive through a chain link fence and you made it? <laughs> yeah, that too. Um, so as usual, you know where to find us. We have the Facebook group, Not Your Normal Horror Podcast. We have the Instagram, Not Your Normal Horror and Gmail, Not Your Normal Horror Podcast at gmail.com. So Hit us up and let us know what you think. Until next time. Bye. Bye,